Jimmy G has officially been ruled out for Sunday's game when the Bears face off against the Las Vegas Raiders. We're going to talk about how the Bears can take advantage of that, some of the key matchups to look out for in that game, and the Bears are reportedly the front runners to to land Chase Young. We're going to get to all that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content. What's going on, Bears fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bears Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related. I'm the host here, Hayes, holding it down for the channel. Make sure you guys are following the channel at Shy Bears Central on every social media platform we happen to be on. With that being said, let's go ahead and get into the content for today. And first up, we want to talk about Jimmy G now officially being ruled out <clears throat> as the Raiders and the Bears face off this upcoming Sunday. And why, especially with the Bears trying to get back on track, things like that, um, you know, that's that's a big missing uh, you know, part for the the Raiders. Now, it depends on how you look at it. Jimmy G isn't like an amazing quarterback by any stretch of the imagination, but you know, that does take something off the board for the Raiders. And considering the Bears have not sustained a consistent level of play, um, you know, for weeks on end, <clears throat> them missing now, you know, Jimmy G takes it it gives the Bears some advantage, you know, theoretically. Now the Bears are also more than likely going to be going into that matchup with their backup quarterback and Tyson Bajant as well uh, playing. So it's going to be the battle of the backups. And right, and a lot of Bears fans are really key looking at how Tyson Bajan is able to perform in this game. And so one of the biggest things is that, and you know, uh, Bobby and C-Dub dropped an episode on it yesterday, is that, you know, Tyson Bajan using this week to really, you know, build the chemistry with the players where he can, see how Luke Getty changes or, you know, or makes any kind of, uh, differences in that in that play calling because of having a quarterback like Tyson Bajan. And like I've said before, I've said it over on Bleach Report, I've said it here, um, you're really looking at this game, both the people who are for Justin Fields or against Justin Fields are really looking at this game to either strengthen or weaken their argument for that, right? If Tyson Bajan steps in and looks extremely good in this same system, then of course for the people who think it's time for the Bears to move on, move on from Justin Fields, is going to give them more validity to their argument. If Bajan steps in and looks pretty much the same as what Justin Fields has looked like, it's going to add strength to that one as well. Like, <clears throat> you know, the doubt around Justin Fields, I've, you know, gone on record and said, I don't necessarily 100% agree with. I, I'm not the fact that there shouldn't be some doubt in how he needs to evolve as a quarterback because there absolutely should. And I apologize, y'all. Losing my voice uh, is sickness is, is a bitch right now. Um, But even with that said, there's still you know, things in with Justin Fields that, yeah, he needs to improve on absolutely as a quarterback, but there are absolutely some things with the system, offensive line, and things like that to look at as well. So, you know, this is going to be a big game. That's a big talking point for the Bears community probably the, or the whole next week afterwards, no matter how it goes, right? So, you know, that's something to look at. Now, there are some other key matchups for the Chicago Bears in this uh, game against the Las Vegas Raiders, and one of them specifically is going to be Donald Wright, who's more than likely going to be going up against Max Crosby. Now, this is a is a move that listen, he's Max Crosby is one of the best pass rushers in the NFL this season, right? He he leads the NFL in in pressures created so far this season. And so him going up against Darnell Wright, the rookie that's shown a lot of promise so far this season. No, things haven't been perfect. He's gone through the rookie mistakes that you typically uh face. But when you look at Wright, he's gone off against players like Montez Sweat. Daniil Hunter, right? He's gone over big matchups this this season. And so this is another one for Darnell Wright to show if he's like to continue to show, because I'm not going to say if he's shown that he's going to be a major part of this offensive line going forward into the future. And so listen, when you look at the the the, the ferocity that Max Crosby um rushes with, 
it's going to be a big test and possibly a long night for Darnell Wright. Maybe another one of those trial through fires for a rookie that we see typically coming up. The next one that you have to see is that um, Tyree Wilson going against uh, Larry Borm. And Larry Borm, who's been up and down, probably, I'm, I think a lot of Bears fans would probably say more down recently than up. But, you know, Larry Borm being in there at that left tackle position, I think it's going to be a big matchup for him as well. So, listen, it's the, the, the Bears' offensive line and Tyson Bajan has stepped into a situation where, listen, that O-line is going to be tested all day long. And so, listen, Bajan is getting in trial by fire himself as an undrafted rookie in this game, and we'll see how they fare. But that offensive line overall versus the uh, Oakland Raiders defensive line is something to watch this whole entire game. How much pressure do they put on Tyson Bajan? Uh, how much How much time is the offensive line able to create? How much are they able to, pr- to protect it? Or do we see another five-sack night um, on a Chicago Bears quarterback because of that offensive line? So that's definitely something that you want to watch out for. You want to watch out for that matchup and to see how it comes, right? And also something to look at as well. Since Chase Claypool's went away, Tyler Scott has been utilized more and more and more um, in, in the Chicago Bears offense. And, you know, coming into the season and even, um, you know, in the last game when Bajan was out there, he targeted Ty- Tyler Scott more than any other wide receiver. And that's because when you look at they've played and practiced together, right? They've been the ones that have uh, probably uh, Bajan has thrown Tyler Scott even more uh, passes than what Justin Fields has in practice in some ways considering they're both on that second line. So the chemistry between those guys is something to watch as well as the Raiders um, secondary isn't amazing, right? But, you know, we've seen the Bears, you know, get get abused by less, especially if that if that front line is not able to hold up the uh, and, and, and the, the pocket and give uh, Tyson Bajan a clean pocket. But be on the lookout for Tyler Scott to potentially have a big night, at least be targeted pretty heavily for the Chicago Bears in that. Now, Moving on from the game, which we'll be previewing the game on Sunday morning, so I don't want to dig dig into that too much here. But um, one of the things as well, we know that the trade deadline is about two weeks away, and the Bears have now been listed as the betting favorites to land Chase Young. Now, this is a guy who many Bears fans talked about in the offseason. Uh, we know that the Raiders, the, not the Raiders, I'm sorry, the Commanders declined his fifth-year option, so he's on the last year of his rookie contract. And the commanders could very well be looking to move him now and get something back, no matter what that is, to be able to get something back of value for him. Now, the thing that Ryan Poles, I think, would have to weigh is that do you want to wait and take your chance at getting him in free agency, which the Bears will have the second most cap space in the NFL or projected to uh, next season? So that gives them a considerable spending amount to go after free agents with. While the Chicago Bears may very well look to, you know, hold on to their assets because they're going to need to fill a lot of holes, right? They, they got a lot of things that, you know, that looking at how this season has gone that they may have to do. And so, especially if Ryan Poles is going to make a change at coach, which I think a lot of us do expect now is for Matt Eberflus and Luke Getze probably both to be let go by the end of the season and let's move on to maybe an offensive-minded head coach. And because of that, we may see Ryan Poles want to safeguard some assets because if a new head coach comes in, it, you may need to move some some pieces or things like that, right? Or, or maybe bring in some some players that fit that that offensive coordinator scheme better. Which, if it ends up being a, a coach like Eric Bieniemy, he's going to make that scheme based off the talent that we have there. So you know, it just depends on the mindset, right? If the Chicago Bears go into this trade deadline looking to be buyers or sellers, right? Or are they in acquisition mode, right? Draft asset acquisition mode where they're tra- trading their guys out and looking to get some more draft assets back to really stack that deck for them in next year's draft. So that could be something that the Bears could also be looking to do. But Chase Young would be one of those players that is 
high on that list, in my opinion, as far as players that may be worth giving up some assets in this upcoming draft to bring in. Now, it really depends on what the Bears look at and what they project their picks to be because Jared Verse is also going to be in that. But the way that I look at it is this. If you make a move for Chase Young and you're still in a position to get somebody like a Jared Verse in the draft, you go get both of them, right? You At that point, you don't have to worry about your defensive end for a while there. And, and, and Chase Young's still only 24 years old. Yes, the biggest thing with him is his injury concerns, which Chase Young, since his, his rookie year, he played 15 games in his rookie year. He has missed a total of 27 games since then, right? And so that that that's a huge amount of games missed by Chase Young. And so that injury concern is probably always going to be there a little bit. And that's why I more so lean towards the uh, aspect of maybe just wait it out till free agency. Maybe just wait it out to free agency, depending on what that package is that the commanders want back for Chase Young. Because if you can snag him in free agency without giving up anything, right? Um, and then, like, like I said, I... Chase Young's starting to answer those health concerns, right? Starting to answer that where those are maybe going away, not completely, and I don't think they'll go away completely until next season to see how much he plays next season. But that's a risk versus reward that the the Bears front office really has to weigh if they're going to make a move for a player like Chase Young because if you do end up giving up a second or third or whatever that is and then Chase Young ends up out, then you're right back in kind of the Chase Claypool situation where Claypool is more so just his performance. But again, I think. Ryan Poles may have to evaluate that as well and say, listen, I gave up a 30-second overall pick for a player that gave us nothing. And if Ryan Poles, that's in the back of his mind, we may very well see him kind of be a little bit more reserved in what he tries to do out there at the trade market this upcoming season. So that's just something to look at. Again, not necessarily saying that the Bears won't make a move or they won't be buyers, they won't be sellers. It's To be honest with you, I really don't have a good, firm grasp on what it may be that Ryan Poles is looking to do at this trade deadline. But, you know, you you never know until you know, right? And so we end up seeing with that. But then you also have to ask yourself, what are some players that could be on the block, right? We've already heard about Roshan. We've heard about Eddie Jackson. Those make sense. As we talked about, like, Tyler Scott being utilized a little bit more, does that make Darnell Mooney expendable, right? And they don't want to get into those contract negotiations and then to see what they can get back from Mooney out on the open open uh, market, right? Yannick Ngakwe, that's another player that I think you should. He was a one-year deal. Um, I don't think that they're going to bring him back by any stretch of the imagination, no matter how he finishes this season. He's another player that the Bears could listen to to see what assets they can get back for him. Um, and then, you know, uh, I don't think you're going to get anything back for like a Cody Whitehair. I know a lot of people are like, well, let's send Cody out there. Let's send Lucas Patrick out. But with their performance, I really don't think you're going to get much back for guys like that. Now, one of the things that you could look at is Andrew Billings, right? And uh, Billings has been a solid value signing, in my opinion, for the Chicago Bears. Has he been perfect? No. But when you look at him, 28 years old, he has years left, uh, hopefully, in his prime. You have two younger defensive tackles coming up as well. And the Bears could look to take advantage of Billings being on their roster to see what they can get back draft pick-wise and then go ahead the rest of the season may be a loss anyway to see what you can get back and let those guys go through the fire of the rest of the season starting. So let me know what you guys think on that down below. What are some players that you think could end up on the trade block for the Chicago Bears as the trade deadline is less than two weeks away? And what are some targets you think the Bears could go after if they do want to acquire players at this trade deadline? Let me know all that down below. But otherwise, thank you for tuning in. Make sure you guys are following the channel at Bull Central Pod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns. BullCentralPod at gmail.com. And then lastly, if you want to leave a text message and or voicemail, the number to do so, 773-242-9336. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related. Thanks to you guys. 
And like I like to end every episode on, Shy town up, but bear down. Love you guys. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. 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 Media.